everybody. Welcome back. Hello. I'm Dalton. I'm Brian. I'm Dakota. Hi, Dakota. So, so this podcast, very special podcast, very uh, probably even triggering podcasts for some people. Um, so we're going to be talking about mental health. Um, it's Mental Health Awareness Month in May. So we thought it would be very important if we talked about it and kind of put um, our two cents into it because um, I personally do have OCD and anxiety, like legit OCD. It's not like, oh my gosh, I hate being unorganized. Like, right, no, yeah, you've been diagnosed with I've OCD. been diagnosed. I go to therapy for it. Um, and Briar? I deal with, I've been diagnosed with manic, chronic manic depressive disorder. So uh, it's borderline uh, bipolar, but not quite there gotcha yeah um but my both my mom and my sister deal with type 1 and type 2 bipolar disease so it runs genetically in my family family yeah and then yeah i'm not actually diagnosed with anything um but i do i do uh have my (laughs) sorry i do have my own uh i do have my own struggles though and i just kind of deal with them on my own i i'm just aware that i probably have more issues than i do and i just kind of think about that which Um, is an interesting point and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring you on for this dakota was because i've personally talked to you about battling with depression and everything like that and that was one thing you've you mentioned is like you've not really gone down that path as far as to try to figure out fully what's going on or if there's right i haven't like i haven't like put a name on it yet right i just know that I have these shortcomings. And, and I think there's that. a lot of people out there that are experiencing things and they don't make that step. And here's the beautiful thing. Mental health is not just for people that are actually diagnosed. It's for people, you know, like like you said, Dakota, like you, you're not diagnosed and you're like, I really don't have that many issues. But everyone does deal with emotional, mental baggage from time to time. Yep. So it's not just it's it's not just about people that are diagnosed or had suicidal thoughts. So this is literally for everybody. Taking care of your mental state, your mind, and your emotions is just like taking care of your body, taking care of your financial situation, taking care of your job, your kids. It's just another thing that we all have ups and downs in, and we wanted to talk about it. And with it being May and Mental Health Awareness Month, we really wanted to shine a light on it because for us, like, we're all pretty open about talking about it. Yes. Um, I used to be in that state where I didn't want anything to do with it. I actually hated it because I felt broken and I felt like uh, this is something I can't fix. And it would just clash with it within its own self and cause me to go into a spiral. And so, um, but when you learn to move past that and when you meet friends that also have experienced or, or, whether they don't experience it, but they care about you enough to actually listen to you and not you don't feel judged around them. It gets easier. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it didn't happen overnight. Like it was definitely it, I had to work at talking about it and talking about it and bringing it up and making it a part of my life before I finally started to accept it and really started to love myself for it. Yeah. I mean, I- that's me. That's how that I'm unique. I would not be the way I am without it. And so that's where I overcame that struggle. But it took years, man. It yeah. really did. And it does. It was, it's, I mean, honestly, it takes a lifetime. It's something that 
right now, if you do have some type of psychiatric disorder or anxiety disorder, I, it's it's not going away anytime soon. But that it's okay. Um, that's and that's the thing. You, I think what anxiety, depression, OCD, all that stuff does, it does a really good job somehow of making you feel like you're alone in it. Oh, one hundred percent. It does, I mean, and for sure. And it's and that's just not the case. Um, I, I know with me growing up, I didn't know what was going on basically with OCD. It, it it's like p- picture the worst movie you've ever seen and it's always playing in your mind and you can't turn it off. That's the best way I can describe OCD. It's just like the worst thoughts, the worst anxieties, the worst fears and they just won't go away and I was like, man, I'm the only one that feels like this and it took some time to open up, it took some time and some bravery to go get help, but Man, once you do, it's like nine day difference. Man, that's that's interesting to me. I because you said that you you knew like this wasn't normal. Yeah. See, that was something I didn't know. I'd been dealing with this growing up through my whole life, and that was normal to me. You're like, this is just what, this what? is just everybody deals with this. Oh, like, wow, everybody really? deals with this. Yeah, that was the thought process I had, and it wasn't until I got out on my own and got to college and everything when I finally started to internalize and question maybe this isn't right like this not everybody surely not everybody goes through this much like depression and everything like right and if you're in that state and you're thinking those kind of thoughts i'm sure you're already at war with yourself because now you're like my anxiety would get the best of me at that point and i would think like there's really something wrong with me i would start freaking out like right well see i I was even i was skeptical in that situation i was like no now i'm trying to make this bigger than what it is um, but whenever I sunk to my lowest point that I've ever have when I was in college, that's when I realized like, no, there's something wrong. Right. Like there's definitely something wrong here. And so that's, that was the waking point to actually go seek help. Cause I, up to that point, I always thought, nope, this is just normal. Everybody experiences, everybody deals with this. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't think anything of it and never even brought it up. But man, whenever I hit that low that was it like that's when i realized like okay it's time to put the pride away and actually like this is a serious problem right even though it doesn't it's not i shouldn't say problem but this is a serious thing that shouldn't be taken lightly even for myself like i shouldn't be brushing this off no it's and that's what i was dealing with because i kept brushing it off like no i can handle this this isn't something that i need to bring on to my friends and let them deal with or bring up to my doctor like I don't want to come off weak. I don't want to come off like broken, like I said. Yeah, and and that's the thing too. I think it comes back because we've talked about ways to approach this podcast about mental health. And I think one thing that we all wanted to talk about was just the stigmatism that it's looked down upon if you do have issues or if you do have a mental disorder. And especially for guys. Oh, absolutely. Like, because the way... Dude, like I love my I love my family, but man, like just where we're from in Oklahoma, and I see it in other people's family, like the the guys, the caretaker shouldn't have any issues, shouldn't cry, shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. The true man, yeah, and like, and that's just not the case. Um, guys are, you know, they can cry, they can have issues, they can I be cry sad all the time, dude. Like I, 
I cried like the other day. Like, what was it that I was crying at? I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I can remember. We almost cried time. talking about our Pokemon podcast. Yeah. Because of nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we're so changing. But, and, and that's another thing that we just want to, to get rid of that stigmatism. Like, dude, it's okay. Like, it's okay to be depressed. It's okay to have these issues. Um, and that's what's amazing about, you know, medical help. I mean, yeah medical help that was <clears throat> for a while so i immediately just a story on my path i immediately went to okay i'm going to take a pill to fix this like, see i didn't want to take a pill that's, that's no that's how bad it was for me like i was like oh i'll just okay cool i can go back to being normal granted at that point that wasn't normal but right. that's what i was thinking and then i was like i'll just take a pill for this and so I got on medication right away. Didn't really even go into counseling or anything like that. And um, mm-hmm. it wasn't till I got the medicine caused me to gain a lot of weight. And then that caused me to get more depressed. And so I stopped taking the medicine, which and then caused my system to just get way haywire and go out of right. whack. Because... I stopped cold turkey, and you're 100% not supposed to do that. Oh, no, I've done that two times on different medications, and it's not good. <laughs> no. So if you're thinking about quitting your medicine and you are taking it, wean yourself off of it for sure. Yes. Because you do not want to stop cold turkey. Yes, and I'll put a disclaimer in the middle of this. At any point, don't take what we're saying as word. Go see a medical professional. For sure. Because here's the thing. Yeah, I've lived a lot of life and I love helping people and giving advice. But my friends who are in the mental field and that are therapists or are counselors, they know so much more than I do. I promise you they know so much more than any of your friends out there. Unless they too are therapists and counselors. Please go seek actual professional help if that's something that you feel like you need to do. So go, go ahead, Dakota. Yeah, I'll say as someone who never actually went and seeked help, I, I've always wanted to. I just never, like even before I like really had to battle my depression, I always wanted to just to see what's out there, what I can learn. But as someone who did go through the struggle and is still going through the struggle on my own, I do not recommend it. <laughs> I would say it's a war. I would go talk to someone, listen to these guys and go talk to somebody. I mean, that's the thing is like, don't let back to the stigma thing. Like it's okay to go seek professional help. 100%. Like I, we've talked about this before, but we, we don't, I don't think we can emphasize enough how important that is because in the way i think about it your friends are the first step like having friends family somebody close to you that you care about they care about you enough to listen to you it is not a problem for them right and that's something that i know with battling depression that's constantly in your ear is this is my problem i don't need to bring this up to anybody else but no that's not the case and i know with mine um, I almost feel like a burden when I'm mm-hmm. venting or talking to somebody about mine. So even though like I go to therapy and <clears throat> I do open up about it to people, there's sometimes like I just won't just because I'm like, man, I bet they're tired of hearing me. And it's another thing like it, mental disorders have a good way of making you feel if, if, if they can't make you feel like you're fighting this alone, they'll make you feel isolated. Yep. Sure. And, and that seems like oxymoron, but like in terms of like, you know that you're not the only one fighting with this, but you want to isolate yourself because you're tired of telling people you're having a bad day or you're stressed or you're anxious or you have thoughts you can't get rid of. So, um, but here's the thing. 
I mean, I, I, I hope everyone out there has good friends and family. Go talk to him. And then after that, go to the therapist. It got to the point for me. Um, I had a friend that I went to for everything. And she even said, like, you need to, like, I love you. I care about you, but I can't help you. And it, I can't help you the way you need to be helped. And she was like, I'm always going to be here to listen. But she said, give it a try. Like, she's the one who helped cut out that pride because it came back to a pride thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't like the idea of me going to see a therapist. Like, just hearing myself say those words made me cringe because it made me feel weak and not strong enough or like I couldn't figure it out on my own. So it's like it's a bad word. It is. And that's what I hate about it. Like after going through and dealing and working with the therapist, it's such a negative stigma. Like I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. So if you're even considering the idea, I always say just try it one time Mm -hmm. because that one time experience now, granted it may be different for you, but for me, the differences between talking to a friend and talking to somebody who one is being paid to be there and two has years of knowledge and training and expertise. I know. So most people have to have a master's degree. At exactly. Least. At least like that's nothing to shy away from. Like that's huge. That's a huge accomplishment. And they, they are trained to not get tired of listening to you. That yeah. makes sense. Well, and they're not only are they trained to listen to you, but they're trained to give you actual accurate and successful coping skills. Yep. <laughs> because each one, everyone's different. Um, you know, Briar and I, we kind of ran into a situation the other day where we were kind of like treating each other's mental disorders the way we would treat it. Right. Which was really interesting. And then we realized, oh, we can't do that. No, not yeah. at all. Like so, literally polar opposites yeah like i was trying to help dalton the way i would help myself in this situation and vice versa mm-hmm. and it's just not the case nope it's not it's um, kind of ironic that you guys like go through this struggle you guys like learn this about each other all in this month like yeah right and then it just kind of well that's one thing with that i was really happy to move in with dalton is like even before we moved in together this is stuff we openly talked about with each other mm-hmm. and it's nice having somebody to live with that understands that makes any sense. Oh no, it definitely does. Yeah. No, it's a, it makes the world a difference. And like I said, it, it, each, everyone's on their own different road. Um, no roads bad. Not at all. No road is bad. You know, I mean, we may sound like we have it together, but dude, there's some nights I lay down in bed at night and I feel so lonely and worthless. And, but I know that's not the truth. So I just, Turn up Bob's Burgers and close my eyes and go to bed. <laughs> Turn on Game Grumps and listen, listen to Danny's laugh and then yeah. go to bed. Yep, it's about... Oh, oh Jamie's giving me a hug. <laughs> that's your poopy, by the way. But yeah, I mean, that's... So everyone's going to have bad nights, but... And I think that's another thing, too, is... If you're dealing... Especially, Dakota, you can relate to this with dealing with depression. You beat yourself up over having a bad night so much and that's something that if you were going to start anywhere start with the mantra saying this is okay like for me that's what helped is like i was having a terrible like if i had an episode where i would be in a low i would tell myself this is okay 
I would just repeat it over and over and over again. So you guys beat yourselves up if you're sad like that? 100%. See, I, see, that's where I'm the opposite. I fear being like that. Really? Because I know I'm going to have to go through it to get on the other side. See, it's almost like a burden now because I'm so used to it. But right. before, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm afraid to lay down. What if I, what if like my brain won't turn off and I can't go to sleep and then I'm up and so your anxiety is like yeah, my anxiety is right high. there in the forefront. So I don't feel bad for it. I just strongly dislike dislike it and fear it sometimes. See, for me, it's like oh, I'm going through this again. Like, oh, you're doing so great. How are you so bad again? really like, that's what it feels like it, it feels like that and but then the next morning when i wake up i can i can put it back into perspective and, and i can be okay fine. yeah and then like you know a couple days later it'll be another day where it's just like and that like, used to get just, to me too you're, you're, it's you're like there again i would sink into that depression and i would beat myself up over it like you were doing so great what are you doing like why are you feeling this way and then i would even tell myself you know tomorrow you're going to be fine like quit acting this way like but, but i would pull out all the stops i, I still oh. pull out all the stops i still like like one of my things is that like i try to get attention like when i'm feeling alone or mm -hmm. depressed whatever i try to get attention so i'll like i'll snapchat photos i'll i'll just try to get people to like bring their attention to me which doesn't really help but it distracts me until i do get to the next day and then as soon as you wake up you could be feeling fine right some days it carries over but like it's those days where you wake up and you're fine you even beat yourself up more because you were like, see, you stupid idiot. Like you, you, you were fine. You were, you were going to go to sleep and you would wake up fine. One thing my therapist, uh, that tells me to do that I've been trying to do more is like, talk to yourself in the mirror, like positive talk, positive self-talk. Like you got this. that kind of goes back to my mantra in your head. Yeah. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I feel like that. Yeah. So like I'll do, I'll be like, hey, you're doing good. You're a good person. You've got this. Um, it's okay to be anxious. Like say, saying stuff like that, it's okay. Like they're just, you know, whatever that's bothering me. Like if I'm sad, like it's okay to be sad. You don't, and then being surprisingly as, as now this is just universal to anyone that is just having a bad day in general, like being thankful for the things you have as often as that's being told. There's a reason why it's actually really works. Like after, if I sit down and be like, man, you know what? Like I, I live in a great apartment, have a good looking roommate. Oh, <laughs> Jamel, <laughs> good looking friends. Um, and then it just, and like, just have like, you know, I, I take pictures and just talk about things I'm thankful for. It, it really puts things in perspective. I'm like, yeah, life's good. Like it, it makes me feel good right now. Just saying those things. So, right. Um, so I know it may be hard and everyone's got different living situations out there, but try to find something you're thankful for. That helps too. And one of the things I wanted to bring up too, just some of, from my, like you, like we've stressed enough, like everybody's different. You're, this is your own battle. This is what you're going to deal with. Um, there's a lot of solutions out there. You just got to commit to trying to figure out what it is. Right. Because for me, I even asked my therapist, like, I had to come to terms with, like, this isn't going away. Like, this is, so he said, we can't cure this. He straight up told me, he's like, this is not curable. The only thing you can do is get better at coping with it mm -hmm. and dealing with it. And mm -hmm. once you've accepted that, it almost lights a fire in you to be like, to have that. You're finally yep. fighting the war, one man war against an army. And now you're starting to get weapons. If that yep. makes any sense. And... Like there's a bunch of them. Medication, 
there's nothing wrong with medication. No, not at all. I personally don't like it. I don't like the idea of being medicated, but I accepted the reality that it helps me. Right. It 100% helps me. Um, meditation. Yeah, meditation. For me, when I was dealing with my depression, bringing myself back inward, trying to pull my thoughts back to that current moment helped with me. And that's where meditation helps. It, it really does help. I've done it a couple of times and it's amazing. Um, religion, prayer. Yeah. Like turning it over to God. I mean, that's one thing, too, that a lot of people I know that suffer with this, that's what they work with. That's mm-hmm. works, too. Yeah. And then even the therapist. Like I said, I can't stress enough how important it is to give it a try and talk to somebody who's professionally trained in this. Yeah, exactly. It's a night and day difference than talking. Even you listening to this podcast, <laughs> like it's a night and day difference of you listening to this and listening to them talk to you. Yeah, think of this podcast as just like, oh, I'm not by myself, or hey, these people struggle too. Right. And then it's for motivation to go get help or talk to somebody and open up more. Because like I said, we're not trained professionals. We're not. Um, we're not I'm not gonna sit here and say like like even like the stuff that I've said that my therapist suggests. I mean, you can do it. You can make, try it, yeah. But here's the thing, I don't want you to do it and it not help you, then you get worse. No. Because you're like, Well, it worked for Dalton or it worked for Briar, it worked for Dakota, why is it not working for me? So there's one hundred percent a good chance that it won't work for you. Exactly. So go see a therapist. Yep. I promise you you'll be nice. And here's the thing, you don't have to worry about them talking their guts off to other people about stuff that you deal nope. with because that that's been a big fear of mine. I literally afraid. had my therapist tell me that he knew things about clients that were illegal, like would put them in jail. Mm. and prison and nothing yeah as long as they're not being harmful to themselves or others in that current moment they can't report it it's uh patient client privilege yeah or client whatever yeah so yeah don't don't be afraid um go talk and and see like what briar was talking about some of that stuff works for me but for ocd it's a whole different battle like Mm -hmm. i have to have exposure therapy to things for me to get better um basically if if i if Say I am afraid of like one of my compulsions isn't washing my hands, but if it was, the exposure would be to get dirty hands and not wash them. Yeah, and then sit there with my anxiety until that it stresses just goes away. me out. Just mm, thinking that stresses yeah. me out. That's honestly it's not even a thing I would be concerned about. I know, but now that hand. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I think of like facing my fears. Like it's, I used it's, to be afraid of heights, so like yep. that's literally just like. Hanging off the ledge of something, staring straight down at it—that stresses me out. That anxiety well, stresses me out. It's literally what it is, though. Yeah, it's it's like it's like when you're a kid and you get thrown in the deep end. You're like, oh crap, I'm drowning. Oh wait, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those things. Like you just sit in the anxiety until it goes away. Um, and um, I had taken medicine before. Um, it's it's hit or miss for me. I currently am not taking medication. Currently, just trying to focus on positivity self positive talk um ebt when i can or exposure therapy not Mm -hmm. ebt (laughs) um and um also i do a lot of praying like that's that works for me so but like i said it's it's up to like i said it's up to what you and your therapist talk about figure out we really just we wanted to bring us three on to talk about this because one we personally deal with it well real fast dakota what you deal with like well like what helps you Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. I just... I've been waiting to actually find this. Segue. See, he's been waiting, Brian. Sorry, we just go at it. <laughs> I know. Dakota, we're just yeah, like leaving nice. him behind. It's like my first like, legitimate episode, so it's nice to have uh, you guys leading the way. 
Um, no, but like I do two things that really help me. One, I like I focus on areas of my life where I could improve and I just I make those commitments to improve them like hygiene, financial issues, stuff like that, like things that are that make me go into that hole. I, I work on those things specifically. Um, I train daily. I work out daily. That really helps my mental game a lot, actually. And I kind of do what you say about meditating. I just if I'm having an issue, I kind of just remind myself like what's happening right now. And like if I'm in bed thinking too long, I just think you're just in bed. You're watching your TV. You're going to sleep. And and then it just kind of fades away a little bit. Well, there's a trick my therapist taught me. It's like when we are dealing with anxiety or depression or whatever, it's like we're hyper aware. aware. Mm-hmm. So everything's like really sensitive. But if you go and say, I'm wearing a, a t-shirt, these pants are gray. Yeah, like point out five things. You point out like five things like this couch is brown. It, it like brings you back to reality and like brings you back to the moment. And so that's a, like a short form of meditation. That works wonders too. Yeah. You can continue now, Briar. Hmm. Um, well, now I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry, Dakota. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, but I think this is where I was at. Um, we wanted to bring it up. And to break away from that stigma, to show that we can, it's okay to talk about these things. Like it's 100% okay to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Like this is real life. Like ignore what um, pop culture has done and has skewed that this is some dramatic thing. It is. It's a very serious matter, but it's not you're not broken or anything like that. It's like you have a flu. Yeah. It's like having the flu, a cold or some type of physical ailment. You're like, well, go to doctor and get it fixed. You don't think twice about it. Yeah. Like I hate, that's my biggest thing is the, just the negative stigma behind it. Like I think it should be openly talked about. And granted that takes a lot. I, it took a lot for me to get to this point where I can openly say that took a lot of work. Right. But now I don't lie. I just, it's okay. Everything's okay. Like that makes you, you. And it's nice because you, I mean, it's not nice that you still have the issues, but it's nice that you can still have the issues and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like you finally realize that it is okay. And it's just like, really just like, it's not as big of a deal. I mean, it's a huge deal, but it's not, it's not as big of a deal once you're like out and open about it. You're like, Okay, I'm dealing with this. Like everyone's dealing with this. You're taking it down off a pedestal. It's very yeah, freeing. it's definitely yes. a pedestal item. So if you feel like you're dealing with anything, or if you are looking to get some help, um, what we'll do is we'll post in the description some links. Yeah, some links, and uh, if you're Native American, bam, hit up Cherokee Nation. It's, yeah, it's free. Um, just be persistent with them and say I need their ASAP and they'll they'll get you in and if you know us personally and you want to reach out to us and you're like man i'd, I'd like to go to therapy but i'm scared and his up we'll we'll go down there with you i'll take yeah. some time off work i it, it you're this is what i told dalton i mean this for anybody your mental health is more important to me because going through it and getting over to the other side granted it's still a battle um i don't want anybody else to feel this way right and I think that's some that's one normality that I'm starting to see amongst people who deal with mental health issues is like nobody wants 
to experience. Nobody wants anybody else to have to experience it. Well, and this may kind of sound sad, but that's one reason why I really don't want kids is because I don't want to pass on my gene. Well, not only do I have the OCD gene, I also have heart problems and that's genetic too. So, I have great genes and my kids are going to be perfect. Are they Levi's or <laughs> uh, <no>, Wranglers? <laughs> Wranglers. <laughs> but, and, and that's, that, that sounded very sad, but that's, I'm just, I want to emphasize on that. Like we really don't want anyone to deal with that. No. Um, so please reach out to us. We'll, we'll go down, we'll go down to therapy with you. I have no problem with that. And we'll go get sodas afterwards or something or coffee. Yeah. That'll work. Yeah. Heck we might even do an impromptu podcast. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of this is just having a conversation. So why not? I mean, that's how Dakota got here. That is how I got here. Not by his car or us inviting him over. (laughs) (laughs) They said podcast and I was sitting in this couch. But (laughs) it's your battle. It's your journey. Only you can deal with it. But just know that it's okay. Yeah. And there's people that are going to help you along the way. It's okay. Like Gandalf. Guiding people through the mounds of Moria. He'll come in on his broom with his wand. Okay, you stop right there, <laughs> sir. <laughs> but check out the links in the description. We appreciate you. We love you. Share, spread the awareness, and break the stigma. Bye. Have a good day. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be seeing you guys. <laughs> Bye.